You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the Afterlife. I'm very excited. I have my friend Renee Vaca here. Renee Vaca. Yeah, I was about to say, did I, did I do it right? Vaca. Yeah, you did. You did actually. It's kind of almost like a, a soft K. Vaca. Vaca. Um, hey man, thanks for coming. Thank you, man. I, I've been wanting to have you uh, come on for a while now. Um, Thank you. Buddy. And I'm glad I was finally able to convince you to come out. Dude, it's, it's hard. It was, it was, it's been it's been it's been hard because uh, uh, you know the whole pandemic stuff, but. Oh, of course. A lot of people wouldn't come and do the interview. And I said, look, it's outside. We're socially distanced. We're not going to touch. Everything's sanitized. But people are fucking scared. Yeah, you know? dude, I, don't, I don't give a fuck, dude. You know, I'm, <laughs> well, you're young. You're like 24, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, and I'm Mexican, man. I'm like, <laughs> We're I'm, superheroes. I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I said this early on in one of the podcasts, like when it first started, the yeah. quarantine. I don't know if you remember this, but they had the bi- bioluminescent waves. Do you remember this? Uh On the coast of California, from like Malibu down to like El Segundo, the waves were breaking fluorescent, right? Because there was something called dinoflagellites. Well, is that the the colors and shit? The colors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was just out in Malibu. That's how Mexicans know. Oh, the when the water changed colors and shit? Oh, dude, everywhere (laughs) I went, Mexicans were out in droves. And I said this, and I was like, I didn't didn't mean this in a racist way, but I was like, if there's like fun, free entertainment, Mexicans will find it. Oh, yeah. They'll find the cool, like, have a Mexican friend if you want to know where the cool free shit is. Oh, 100%, dude. We know it all, dude. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not a lie. Like, like, I'm telling you, like, when I was doing shows, when I was starting out, uh, they would all want, like, I, I would be giving away guest lists, you know, free tickets, free tickets, free tickets. And now that I'm charging for tickets, uh, everyone's like, hey, man. Hey, you, you're a sellout. You're a sellout, man. You don't fucking hook us up no more, man. We're not going to go to your shows, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, it, uh, like, hiking, which is a traditionally very white oh. thing to do, oh, yeah. you know. And I would look up these really cool hikes to waterfalls, and I would go with my girl, and we'd hike, like, 10 miles like oh my god i can't believe we made it we'd get there there'd be like a mexican family with babies dude, and strollers 100%. there just having the time they're like what the fuck like, you guys are like, superhuman like, dude i'm telling you dude like <laughs> I'm, I'm the I, I go I, I recently started hiking dude and and I, I i was shocked at the amount of mexicans that are, are at these hikes with families families and like taking them up rough hikes like they, <laughs> yeah. they're like rough i'm like god damn dude and it's like it's, and i always thought like dude it's in it's in our blood dude <laughs> We cross these borders. I know shit, it's you know so saying? funny. There's a like, there's a joke there. You gotta you gotta you use got, that. You gotta, you gotta I, do you're it, just dude. practicing, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so I'm glad you're here, man. I, I I'm really excited also because I've known you now for how long? I don't know, maybe like uh, five years. Probably since I, uh, yeah, it's about four years. I'd say four years because yeah. you were living in Merced, right? I was living in Merced, yeah, man, dude. That, that was that was when and I was. And I don't know how we got connected, but. Uh, it was. Somehow. It was. I just messaged you, man. You just I, messaged me. I, like, I, I I saw your laugh factor clip, and uh, I was like, you know, this guy's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I would drive the three hours yeah, to Merced man. or whatever. Yeah, and it wasn't. And, a lot, and it wasn't a lot of money, but you still did it, and I appreciated that, dude. Yeah, and then you and had I, shows, and, and the crowd, the crowds were on and off. Like, I think we had one. Mm-hmm. One show that was good, one show that was bad, maybe I don't remember, but it was it was always fun. Dude. It was like, always cool. You like were always super, super cool and generous, yeah, and it was really you, nice. Man. Appreciate. And you. then you had some shows in the valley, and the thing that just struck me from the beginning, and this is true with most comics who are really like who do really well in this yeah. business, is 
there is a hustle, right? I yeah. think a lot of comics go, well, I'm naturally funny. Oh. And people will just find me. And there is some truth of that, but in general, the people who do really, really well are yeah. the people who also work like maniacs and have a hustle going. Like I remember Amy Schumer would be out on the street, Times Square, barking tickets. Yeah. Just a few years before Inside Amy Schumer. I'm like, I think that's what it takes. So mm. I was like, I'm going to keep my eye on this guy because <laughs> you always have really good comics coming in. And you were brand new, but already really comfortable and had really funny material. And uh, I got was really excited when I found out about you winning the NBC Diversity Showcase. Oh, yeah, so you want to tell that story? Because I know you've done interviews about that before. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, you know, actually, uh, the the whole... Dude, uh, like the whole hustle aspect of, of things was was a big part of me that I knew was gonna um, uh, set me like set me aside as, as different from everybody else because mm -hmm. because when I got into this game it was like I I met a lot of comics that like like you said oh I'm funny and and it's just gonna like like a lot of everyone's advice was you just gotta go to open mic and uh, get funny and uh, you just gotta go to open mics and uh, get funny and uh, one day you'll get noticed and like the fuck out of here that's be another <laughs> fucking way dude what the fuck because yeah. uh, if you ever go to these open mics it's like what the fuck you open know mics I mean? are, are not fun because it's usually all comics yeah and if they if you tell a joke that is really good they're just gonna nod and be yeah, like yeah sometimes i leave open mics feeling worse about myself I'm like oh yeah the fuck out of here dude but trust <laughs> me uh but anyways like yeah that, that hustle aspect thing uh, is what is what got me um and how did you did you grow up with that type of ethic or was it something that yeah i mean like my dad my, my dad was like the the, the dude that I looked up to, my mother too. Uh, Do you live with them together? Uh, yeah, yeah, until until fifth grade, uh, and then my dad moved to Arkansas and stuff like that. And I had to like kind of go back and forth just visiting my dad. Uh, but my dad was a, I, I said this many times. Uh, my dad was a drug dealer, you uh -huh. know, and but he was a, a good one, you know. <laughs> and, and does that mean successful or yeah, a moral he was, one? He was a successful one, you know. What, what was mean? he dealing? Uh, yeah, Do you ever sit and talk to yeah, him? Yeah, just like coke uh, back in the day, and then eventually meth, but. Now he's in jail for forty years, you know. Oh, he's in jail. Yeah, uh, he's in. Yeah, he's in prison for forty years. I, I knew that he. I didn't know if he was out or how long it was going to be. No, 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 no. He he, he was eventually running a, a like a, a an organization of some sort. Was he connected so. to a gang or cartel or anything like that? Or yeah, I don't. Uh, you can't talk about. I it. can't talk about <laughs> that. But, but <laughs> you're like getting all. Oh but that's. God. I mean, I'm 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 completely uh, fascinated by. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I, I grew up gang. in that. I grew up in that life, so I can talk about more of that. And this was in where? Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Van Nuys, Van Nuys the Valley, okay. A1A the Valley. Valley. I'm a Valley boy. And it was like uh, growing up with my dad. But yeah, just growing up with him, seeing how he ran his restaurant. He also ran a restaurant. Was he was he was a great chef, too. He was, my dad was just very talented all around. My mother was hardworking, like just working two jobs. Even though my dad didn't want her to work, she didn't have to work. Yeah. Mom just working, working, working. Um, and she, to this day, she's just working, working, working. And it's like... And it's like it's it's just amazing to see everybody in my family family always hustle, dude. And then growing up, I always looked up to people that always hustled. So of course, so it was just like that hustle was just in in you and and just like a carried throughout. And when I dropped out of college, I told myself, if if I don't do anything in five years, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to college or some shit. Or, yeah. Or, or so you were where were you at college at Merced? I was in Merced at UC Merced. Yeah. What was your major? I was a uh, management and business economics, dude. which makes sense for yeah, what you do. Yeah. And at what point were you like, "This degree is not going to help me with what I want to do"? Really? Yeah, that was that was my first year, dude. Uh, where I was just like, uh, when when I got when I joined this business club, and they were very talking about like you know just finding your passion and 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 you kind of like finding what you're passionate about and starting a business around that. 
and I took that to heart and started getting into people like Steve Jobs and and uh, so at this point was stand up first and foremost or were you still kind of discovering that it was it wasn't I was funny but I was yeah and and I was always told like Renee you gotta learn you gotta learn how to be telling jokes in a serious setting because you know there's business settings and always like, weddings yeah. you have there's always a chance to do public speaking yeah. with comedy yeah yeah so so I'm like um, I, I'm over here just thinking to myself like okay I need to I need to find my passion I'm a I'm a business major I'm gonna be a business guy somehow I already knew I was gonna be a business guy somehow yeah so then when I was just like all right I found my passion uh, suddenly when I was just watching stand-up and it's kind of like a formula that I kind of put in my own head where it's just like, let's see, if I read this quote that life has been making you what you were supposed to be this whole time. So if I was mm. like, some shit like that, right? Paraphrase that. But fucking, um, I was like, okay, so let's, let's look back at my childhood. Mm -hmm. And I was looking back at my childhood from when I was like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, it didn't matter. Like each, each year I was just thinking to myself like, Fuck, I can't think of anything besides funny memories and 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 even the bad things I'm like I made fun of. Like, you know, everything was just funny yeah. to me. I'm just like and I and I've always been a funny person. It just clicked to me funny. And I was I was thinking that as I was watching a stand up show and I was thinking like, I'm funnier than that guy. And I was just <laughs> like, I can do this shit, dude. I, and it finally clicked, dude. I remember waking up the next morning texting my mom like, Hey mom, I'm going to be a stand up comedian. I was So it was just like that. You just like it shit. just you like yeah. you woke up like it's always during a shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I was saying shit and I was like, Hey mom, I'm gonna be a stand comedian and she was like, I've been telling you to do that all your life. Wow. And I was just like, uh, okay. Well I got the green life from Do you mom. remember the first comic that you I know you said there was a comic you watched. I'm funny that motherfucker, but was there the first comic I know you mentioned some interviews that George Lopez was a big influence. Was yeah. he as a kid, was it something that you would watch with your father? Was it was Yeah, yeah, with the, that was that was something that I think I Stumbled across in one of the random DVDs my mom bought at the store. Yeah. Something that I, I probably bought at the store as a kid. I don't know. I don't even remember how that DVD came in my house. Yeah. George, George Lopez, Why You Crying special. And I was just Classic. like, and we put it on and I was like, wow, that is us, like as a family, right? And we were all just laughing at him. And yeah. I was just like, for me, I was just like, dude, this guy looks like me in a way, brown with his big eyes. I'm cuter <laughs> though. But, but, you know, with his brown and his big eyes and, and stuff like that. So that was that was a big part of my life right there. That and um, uh, what's it called? Uh, all, all the comedians like Martin Lawrence, Cat Williams, sure. of course Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that, you know that that was all my generation. I so think. they were they were kind of feeding you the background before you really knew what that was going to translate into. That was going to be a career for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, my mom always like. I remember when we were little kids, she took me to like a Beverly Hills uh, audition thing where where kids would go audition. You know, <laughs> see all these white kids going in there and and all, all, all kinds of kids, black kids, Asian kids. Fucking, I'm I'm just there. Like I feel like I was the only Mexican kid there. At least I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I remember my mom and my my dad was dressed all blinged out. I remember he had rings and shit like that. <laughs> like he looked like an obvious drug dealer at this audition <laughs> thing, and my mom was just there with the baby in her hands, like, <laughs> like let's see what these kids can do, <laughs> like right. And, and I remember they just gave me some lines real quick, and like it was just real quick. I had to remember, like, mom, dad, I'm going to the dentist, or like something like that. Or I just came for something. It was just I remember just going and I embarrassed myself and my whole family. Oh <laughs> I was just really? Because like, it was in front of people, and I was just like, so your family watched while you did the audition? Yeah, it oh was my weird. God, I was just like, nerve wracking. Mom, Dad, <laughs> I just came back from the dentist. But I didn't, I didn't even think Next. I said, I didn't even think I said it. I think I just stayed blank. I don't remember what the fuck I did. I just remember bombing that shit and mom just talking shit to me the whole way back. <laughs> and I was just like, Mom, I'm fucking six years old, dude. I don't even know you what we're, we're doing this shit. That is so you know, funny. But, 
But I just remember all these things, and I remember telling myself, like, nah, stand-up comedy is probably, like, a long route that I, I need to be yeah. more secure for my family because no one in my family had even graduated high school. So I was focused on more just getting to college and becoming that. Of course. My mom had put that in our head, like, you guys are going to be the first or something like that, right? So... Uh, I was the first one finally to graduate high school, so that 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 was all that round. But you were yeah. the first person in your family to graduate high school. Yeah, like like within my close family, of course. Like I had maybe had a cousin that yeah, graduated of high course. school, but like I mean, like within my family, and then That's even huge. cousins and stuff like that. And I was the first in my family to probably graduate high school and go straight to you a four to, year. Yeah, yeah. So so that was that one. I don't know. If, yeah, I got some. I got some dumbass family. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. And also, at that point, where you're the first one to go to college, there's probably a lot of weight and responsibility about what it means. Oh well, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, so not dropping your family, out. but as a Mexican family yeah. and everything like that. And just dropping out was a big thing. Ooh, like, I was about to say, like, who'd you tell? Who'd you first tell that you were dropping out? Your mom? I was actually telling my professors, bro. I would tell my professors like, "Hey, what do you guys think about me dropping out? Like, you, you guys see my jokes in class? I'm funny, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "I want to drop out because you know how funny I am when yeah, I'm disrupting class." For real, <laughs> I swear to God, that's the vibe I approached them with. And what they said, and they're like, "Look, Renee, I would never tell anybody to drop out, but I can see you. I can see you making it in this business." I th- yeah, that's, and, I, and you know that's actually. Don't discount that because yeah. I think almost every person has a story where someone in an authoritarian position, other than their parents, said, you know what? You got something. Yeah. And I think that's hugely important. Yeah. I had arts. like two professors tell me that too. Oh, wow. And I was just there like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. So, so <laughs> and they knew like, it. And oh, they knew wow. it. And 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 uh, they would see me around campus. They knew I wasn't showing up to class. They just <laughs> keep their mouth shut. They're just like, Renee, when's the next? <laughs> like, when are you going to invite me to your show when you do a show? And they would come to I, shows. I, yeah. I, yeah. Like, like at least one of them came to a show, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was it was fun because um, it, was, it was just fun because now I had this like freedom of like I know what the fuck I want to be for the rest of my life. Yeah, at 19 years old, bro. It's amazing. So that's why when I dropped out, I gave myself four years to do that, and uh, I gave myself five years to do something. And in the fourth year, I entered the NBC competition, and yeah, and and that's when and that's when I. Uh, um, that's when I got cocky. Now, <laughs> just hey, kidding. We, no, all, we no. all get, get cocky. I was cocky from the We all get, get cocky in that humility and then cocky. It's like, yeah. we, we, you look, you can't yeah. be in this field if you're not a little bit cocky. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You can't you just be like, some well, I don't deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's a couple things I want to cover. I don't want to harp too much on your father, although I do think that like it is going to be an important aspect of your voice coming up. You know what I mean? Because it's oh, yeah. a very, very unique position. There's... a there's a few comics I've talked to who've had similar situations, or for example, Eric Blake, who's a friend of mine. He was a, he was a dealer for a long time, yeah. You know, until he went to prison for several years, and then kind of his life changed. Yeah. But that hustle as a dealer, and the way he would talk about being a dealer, was very much. It was almost mathematical and very from an entrepreneur. He was like, "We take this, we take one gram, da da da. Then we decide we take it to the Midwest. We take care of this corners and blah blah blah." And it was very like. He had yeah. a business mind, yeah. you know? So, um, obviously, to be... I, I don't discount or discredit people who are dealers because for most people who do that, I know it is a way for them to go, I'm going to take care of my family. Yeah. I'm going to take care of my friends and my community, and I'm going to help generations kind of raise up. So, I yeah. understand where it's coming from. It doesn't mean that anyone... There's no more morality attached to it. I completely get it. Like, yeah. at, on some level, everyone's connected to it, you know? 100%. So, um when did you find out that your dad was doing that? Was it something that you knew early on or you found out later? Uh, that's the crazy part. Uh, it, it's like I always knew that I always knew that my father was doing something. Yeah. But, uh, you know, because, you know, grow, growing up 
we always had everything first of all which is not something that a kid thinks about why do we have everything right like they just but in your neighborhood and how you're raised you're like it doesn't really make sense it doesn't compute necessarily yeah yeah and but and it's also just like um and it was it was also just like the way my dad always carried himself as a boss yeah And, and you felt that growing up like you felt it everywhere he went every room he was in people were looking at him and he was the main cause of attention and he was also the funny dude a yeah. good charismatic funny of dude of course and he was just like you know what i mean just everybody was like you know uh always laughing they always come up to me and your dad's so funny you know what I mean? and, and just like uh and i remember me just wanting to be funny because of him you know and it was just of like course. i'll just be there um so growing up i i always saw him running a, the restaurant right so so that's how i that's how i remember him mostly was uh him running the restaurant uh is the restaurant still there the restaurant's there but it's not his yeah. and nor nor is it the same name so it's all different but uh yeah it's still a mexican restaurant but it's not it's not it's not my dad's but it's uh it, it was crazy just seeing him run run it all and then i saw his i always see him around his friends and then the way he would always tell his friends what to do yeah you know and uh sometimes when he'd argue with my mom uh he'll take me uh with him and i'd go with him to like a uh sometimes hang out with his friends and stuff like that and i'll see him like all his friends came coming at him with respect you know just respect uh him telling him maybe him coming at them aggressive and they're them not being able to do anything about it and i would just be like man my dad's cool that's a boss <laughs> yeah <of laughs> you know, I, I remember one time i i uh my mom had just left the house she took all the kids and i was i always stayed with my dad for some reason because i always felt like my mom had all my brothers yeah what was your what was your in the lineage of the family were you the oldest youngest i was middle? the second oldest my mom had five boys uh-huh. um well, five boys wow. yeah yeah so i was a, i was the second oldest but i was i was my dad's favorite and yeah. he always said it when he was drunk so <laughs> my mom would say, do the same thing when she was yeah, drunk by the way <laughs> yeah and i was like i don't know i look at my brother's like hey don't yeah don't play me. me dude <laughs> He's saying that. <laughs> no, you know? But I am cool as fuck. Uh, cool, dude. Like defense. it makes sense, dude. You're a fucking dick. <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> uh, but but I was like, uh, I remember just when when one day my mom and my brothers went there, and it was just me and my dad, and and then I remember my dad just like getting dressed up in a way, and then he had like a whole crew of. Of, of Mexicans just coming in and with their women and they're all dressed like in cool like clothes. And how old are you at this point? Like boots. I was like five, six years. Yeah, you're just, not gonna know what's going on. I don't when know. You're five. I don't yeah. know what they're saying. I'm just remembering images in my head. Right. I just remember my dad pointing at people, telling him what to do, and they're just like nodding. Yes, yes sir. It's gonna yeah. be done with their women right by their side. Just like it was all. It was like now that I'm thinking back. This looked like a cartel scene. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> look at Narcos on Netflix. Yeah, you're like, like, all right. That's how they were dressed. <laughs> yeah so so it was it was like um it was a fun thing like the uh my mom sometimes when we were a kid would find like let's say a crack pipe in the house and be mm. like you see this you want to be like your fucking dad huh you want to be like your fucking dad right here and i'd be like what the fuck is that and yeah you know what it is yeah she's just saying drugs you want to be druggy huh like like uh my dad wasn't like a druggie like that you never look at him and be like he's a fucking druggie you know but sometimes i guess he would like dabble into some coke or maybe yeah. a little bit of crack to keep him up but it was never like an addiction yeah but it was never an addiction yeah. uh where he's just like oh my god look at him Ugh. you know yeah. my dad always looked cool and like approachable and likable like i said he was the life of the party everywhere he went dude so yeah. that i think that's where i got a lot of my charismatic um, sure shit from and know, when and you were in and I promise you, I'm not going to make this the whole podcast. I'm fascinated. No, you can talk about when it. When you were in fifth you grade, your you your dad got popped, yeah? No, my dad went to Arkansas. Oh, he went to Arkansas. Yeah, so my, what my dad was doing out here, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, nor nor do I know 
to what degree he was doing it yeah out here yeah uh, and he moved to arkansas but you didn't move with him no i stay with my mom because of course you stay with mama and but that must uh, have been a tough time for you fifth grade because yeah, now yeah, you're yeah. like I lost you're, my, I lost you're my bonded dad. with him yeah. yeah that was the you know that was, that was hard for me dude so and that mean they got divorced when before yeah you moved? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they were already like separated my dad tried to get it. it back didn't work you know sure so, so it was just like it was one it was around those times where my dad went to go work at a meat market that my godfather had owned he just went to go work with him, but he, working for my godfather, meaning like you're basically running this place, knowing the experience you have at the restaurant. Yeah, you know, so he was, became manager at that that yeah. thing. So I was thinking, like, dad's living a good life. Mm-hmm. When I went when I went to go visit him, you know, he's living a good normal life. And for a bit, I think he was, you know, just yeah. living a good normal life. Do you think when he moved to Arkansas for a bit, he was just trying to be legitimate? Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. I I and I think we saw that a little bit. Um. And I can tell because he, for a bit, he didn't have, like, the money to send like he used to. Sure. You know? Um, but he was still sending money. Uh, yeah. Amount. But it was, like, when when it came up, when it came down to, I don't know what it was. I think he got, I think he got a new, well, when, once he got a new wife over there and had two two little girls, my, my sister's over there. He needed to make more money now. You got seven kids now, bro. Oh, no, yeah. you got six kids. One of them is, is my mom's... Uh, my mom had another baby with another guy, so yeah, that's my other brother Eric. Uh, but what I'm saying, like, he has six kids now that he has to worry about. Yeah, and they're all like, they're all growing up in different stages of their life. So it's like, I need money for this motherfucker. Needs money for this motherfucker. Needs money for this motherfucker. Needs money for this one. Just got in trouble in court. You need money for that. Yeah, like you know, especially me around the time that my dad left, I was a little badass, dude. You know, so I I was always going to like juvie court and like oh you were yeah like fucking <laughs> fees and shit. And my brother was always getting in trouble too for being a little like black now, sheep. With juvie court, do you go and defend yourself or do you have lawyers? No, yeah, no, you have that. You have like like the same public defender, and yeah. your mom goes with you and stuff like that. And because uh, yeah, your mom's your mom. What were you mostly getting in trouble for? Uh, it's just dumb stuff like petty theft. I was still like mm-hmm. dumb stuff like I, uh, like f- to fuck around and look cool in front of everybody. I I was still like my teacher's purse <laughs> you know be dumb it'll be stupid yeah, like one yeah, time yeah. i stole a phone that was just on the desk when i was in the dean's office and i took the phone and, and i was texting my girlfriend through it at the time and <laughs> and I, I didn't and i was looking through the pictures and it was a it was a school cop's phone it was oh like, my god so i'm like oh shit dude you know <laughs> and then he went through the text messages of wow. my phone and and went to interview my girlfriend and my girlfriend ratted me out of course fuck, they're not the gonna they're fuck? gonna they're gonna Snitch. hold they're gonna they're gonna be you're a snitch until you're like yeah, you know, right? 30 really. Yeah, so so yeah, it was just dumb stuff like that, right? And uh but it was it, it was more along the lines where, you know, like that my dad was trying to live that normal life and now he can't he can't take it, I think. So when he got when when he started sending money and stuff like that, I was like So money came back in a bigger yeah, way. Yeah, in and you're a like, bigger way. Bigger and you're, than and before. you're at, at what age are you at this point? This was uh what like what tenth grade? So tenth grade. Now you're uh, more aware that okay, this is coming from yeah okay yeah, and the money money was coming in way more than before. Yeah, right. And, and did you get the chance to visit him in Arkansas a lot? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't I didn't get a chance to visit him around the times he was moving, moving, moving. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I I think I I I don't know when when I was it was it was all confusing because um, the one who did see him in, around those times was my older brother. Yeah. Envy him for that. <laughs> no, but but yeah. uh, there's there was a there was a thing where my dad I guess started a bigger thing over there where I guess he was closer to his connections in Texas or whatever. Sure. And, and uh, um, 
and he's in Meth Head City in Arkansas, right? And uh, the market's wide open. Yeah. And if and if and if and I guess the drug dealer mindset is if 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 I don't do it, someone else will. Yeah, fill the vacuum. So if I don't do it, someone else will, man. Yeah. And and, and what what do I have to lose? I'm an illegal immigrant. I have a. Uh, 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 I can't get a job with all my tattoos in my record. Mm-hmm. I can't uh, have, uh, and if I do get a job, it's not enough to feed the mouth, the mouths I have to feed. Yeah. Uh, I have access to all this. Uh, I know how to do it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 like it's and and everyone and no one's thinking they're gonna get caught when they're doing it, right? Of they're, course they're not. thinking positive. Don't you just probably the most positive people in the world. Yeah, very optimistic. <laughs> yeah, we're very optimistic people. <laughs> but do you end up get caught in like a RICO charge? Was do they have the whole? Because I know when Eric was telling me he got busted, he went to the FBI office and they had like the whole pyramid of people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, the yeah, underboss yeah, here and here's your, you know. Yeah, my dad, my dad uh, got caught on conspiracy charge. Um, and everything uh that's right that's the reason why he got 40 years because he was considered the leader of of the whole organization yeah. that was started and and uh, he had his crew and and they started off getting some members of his crew and they they ratted my dad out of course and, and you can tell they ratted him out because the, those dudes are only doing five to ten years while my dad's doing 40. of course of course uh, that's what happened so yeah. Which obviously means he was at the at the top of the chain, right there. Yeah, and and, you, and there's articles written on about it as well. So you, and when he gets popped, you're in high school still I, I, I'm the one that found out he got popped no one knew it knew it was Christmas and he wasn't answering his phone and I'm over here like what the fuck why is my dad not calling me it's fucking Christmas man yeah so the day after Christmas I'm like alright he's still not answering this is fucking weird uh, so I something tells me to google his name oh wow cause I remember finding out that he got arrested on a DUI one time and and I remember finding his mugshot online. And I thought it was so funny. I was sending it to him. Like, you're online. <laughs> so I remember just like, maybe he got arrested again on dumped UI. Sure. So I, I look up his name, and it's his, a new picture. And I'm like, oh, my God, he got arrested again. But this time it was a different charge. It's just conspiracy to distribute. And I'm like, I look it up. I'm like, what the fuck? And I come home like, Mom, my dad's arrested. Like, for what? For selling drugs. I don't fucking know. They're, they're, I don't know. And there's no chance of bail. We're, we don't know the cause. We don't know how big this is. We're thinking, mm-hmm. fuck, maybe he just got caught with a little bit of math or something. Yeah. We didn't know the degree of the whole operation he was doing. Of course. The amount of money that was counted, the stash houses, the cars, the all that stuff. It was all taken away quick. And you were you were still in high school, right? I was still in high school. I was, I was, on the, I was about to graduate. Uh, uh, well, no, it, he was sentenced when I was like in the 11th grade. Probably yeah. 10th. No, 11th grade. It took like a whole year or almost two years to 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 actually to sentence him. So we didn't know how long he was doing. So the whole time I'm trying to stay optimistic, maybe he'll do ten, maybe he'll do yeah, fifteen. Yeah, of course. Uh, right. And, and how then, how was your mental and emotional state at this point? Is it something that you feel? Did you feel distanced from it, or was it really fucking you up? I I was uh, at the time. Using it, uh, I was I was hanging around a lot of uh, gangsters at the time. Yeah, and I was also trying to portray gangster myself. Sure, like in, in a way, you know. Was there I, a part of you that was like maybe I'll get into this business because? Uh, it no, uh, part of me knew I would never fully do it like that. Yeah, but part of me was very like, oh, I, I love the idea of it, and, and yeah, and, and I look up to a lot of drug dealers. Uh, 
that that have been successful like pablo escobar's and all chapos and of course i look into the documentaries and see how they ran their stuff and, and their mentality towards the thing but of course i'm not looking at it like oh i think killing is fun and i think no. it's great no i'm thinking like their mentality towards the business yeah. and, and their and and their and the way of doing it and and just like no fear of taking taking risk and and don't cross me <laughs> kind of, of stuff. course we're just like uh but just because you're learning from them doesn't mean you have to be as aggressive you can just have that mindset and be your own person mm-hmm. and 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 do it your own way kind of stuff yeah but yeah I, lo- I look up to everything uh that that they did like um even though even the characters in movies like scarface you know walter white and breaking bad all these people are, are very interesting to me yeah absolutely mm-hmm. oh my god i think the most fascinating characters in movie and tv for sure yeah yeah and there's always a point where it seems like everything's going great and they just get a little bit of hubris they go too far they get a little yeah. bit too they get sloppy because yeah. they get arrogant and then yeah. that's that what my happens. dad that was my dad my dad i had a little, uh, was moving a little bit too fast, I think. Yeah. You know? And, uh, um, you know, to this day, I talk to my dad all the time. He calls me all the time and send him money and stuff. Have you ever, um, so he's he's there for 40 years, and which is ostensibly probably a life sentence maybe. Yeah. Um, no chance of parole either. Yeah. yeah. Have you, have you, and you get to talk to him, you get to talk to him in person, do you go to yeah, the uh, prison? Yeah, uh, he, he, he's in Pennsylvania right now. Yeah. So I need to go to Pennsylvania to go. But right now, I don't think they're doing any visits with the COVID shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you used to visit him. Yeah. When he was out here in California, I visited him a lot. And also, uh, he's always getting transferred. He's a troublemaker, too, still. Yeah. He's still affiliated in there, I'm sure. Now, for a situation like that, like, obviously, drug dealing is, isn't great, you know? It's not murder, in my opinion. It's not rape. It's not anything like that. So um, he wasn't charged with homicide or, you know... Just, is there just, anything? Just the is it stuff maybe? that you look at in terms of the criminal justice system? And yeah, in terms of like systemic racism. Yeah, in I, terms of how Mexicans are treated in the criminal justice system, where you go, this is something that, even though I'm a comic, I kind of want to take on the possibility of helping oh, yeah. the the sentence out. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I don't agree with the whole doing forty years and a lot of drug dealers doing all this time when. There's rapists and murderers that only get to do 20 years and shit. For sure. And pedophiles. Yeah. yeah and pedophiles that don't even get to do any time sometimes. They just get let, let go and just, oh, your name's on a website now. Yeah. It's very different because obviously like, well, if I don't molest this child, someone else will. Yeah. It's not the right mentality. But <laughs> yeah. the people will always be moving drugs because yeah. there's always a demand, particularly in exactly. America. Exactly. Like if you if you arrest me, someone else is going to do it. And, yeah. And that's it, dude. So so just let me do it. <laughs> let me be your guy and you charge me tax. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, but but it's 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 a funny how it's funny how like the whole uh system works because it's it is very fucked up first of all. I and I posted about this many times on my Instagram. I just like it's it's funny how you guys can arrest my dad for all this stuff, but all these uh, a cop can shoot all these people and and they're not just not even go to jail. Can't even you're not doing nothing about it. like bro, like what's going on here? So Yeah. Uh and the fact that my dad's illegal too, um, it's just like just let him, just drop him off in Mexico. Then yeah, why don't they time. deport him? I don't understand that mentality yeah. either. Yeah, it's, but 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 I guess the idea is, oh, they're just gonna come back. Well, you took everything away, so what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, um, but I I guess I guess I I really want to make an impact on it somehow. I don't know how yet. Right now, my I'm trying to make an impact on comedy throughout my Mexican people as well. Yeah. And the bigger your voice gets, the the bigger your opportunity to oh, make 100%. changes happens so, as so, well. So, so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just gain gain popularity throughout the throughout the scene and and hopefully get a get a good enough voice to say something. Yeah. About it. Right now I'm still saying something about it, but for sure, you know, who's listening? And and it's just like I don't I don't know I don't know if it's gonna be worth it uh, for my dad. 
uh like like as far as like uh like the the weight maybe i hope i hope i hope he can wait it out you know what i mean uh yeah because because that's the scary part too you know what i mean the amount of time he has in there it's just like fuck dude i gotta do it before anything happens to him you know i mean the idea that there's no chance of parole just seems so fucking stupid to yeah. me. Yeah. It's like this guy's never going to change. Is jail for, is prison for re- rehabilitation or not? Like yeah. they say it is. So, um, have you thought about the idea of like doing a documentary? Like, I thought of everything. Right yeah. now, I'm writing a TV show about it. I want to write a movie about it. Maybe I want to write, a, I'm definitely a documentary uh, every, about everything. And, and yeah. it's just, I want to, trust me, I want, I'm not, I'm not afraid to uh, live my life in the public, dude. <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, uh, uh and and like uh, and you can see it with my instagram i'm always posting about everything especially my relationship uh no but yeah uh, but yeah it, it's it's just like i i hope one day that i can you know just just like make a make something out of all why well, i also i want to acknowledge you for actually still doing this because it's a big thing that you're doing and also being in touch with your dad and forgiving your dad and yeah. i I'm sure that's important to him in ways that you don't even realize right now. Yeah. You know. Uh, so. I wish my dad would be out here watching me. Do I know he wishes he can be watching me on Does he stage. get to watch videos of you? No, ever? man. He hasn't seen no he just has a picture of me with a microphone. Oh man. Yeah, so it's just like uh like fuck. You know, I wish I wish he can see that. Uh but yeah, dude, it, it's like my my mom hates it when I when I when I talk about my dad, and so she gets so jealous, <laughs> you know. I find She's like, like I'm here busting my ass. Yeah, I'm here busting my ass. I you, did everything. You worship this guy. Yeah, I'm like, mom, <laughs> he's in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but it's like I love my mom. Without my mom, like, you know, my my mom grew up in that life too, the yeah. drug dealing life. I grew up in the family of drug dealers. If you think about it, um, my grandma was a drug dealer. My grandpa were drug dealers together. My God, yeah, there is a movie there. Yeah, my grandma, and my grandpa were drug dealers together. My mom grew up in that life too, like to a point where she was learning how to make the drugs for my grandma. She never did them; she was just learning how to make them as a little kid. Just like my grandma's teaching her, like it's how to cook a fucking soup. Yeah, you know, and fucking and and when my mom brought my dad in to meet my grandma, my grandma already knew who my dad was because his competition on the block. My That's dad was hilarious. also a drug dealer at the time when met, when he met my mom. My mom, my dad, and my uncle are both in prison right now. Mm. Uh, both serving life sentences, basically. And it's, it's your dad's brother. Yeah, my my dad's brother is like, uh, and they're they're both drug dealers. They both kind of came from from Mexico together, and yeah, joined the same gang, and and just were both moving. You know. Yeah, man. Well, that's yeah, that's that's going to be an ongoing story that we're going to hear <laughs> over the years. I don't want to like bog it too much, but it's, it's very fascinating. I think that um, it makes your point of view incredibly unique it's already unique but then it's it's on top of it there's like a, a, a social awareness and responsibility that that you're taking on that most comics are like here's my next dick, dick joke yeah yeah you know? i'm always uh, and and that's one thing i made it was just like i i wanted my my comedy to be real yeah. and hit the hearts of, of my people as well and when you did the uh, nbc diversity showcase i know there's a funny story regarding in and out you <laughs> basically you saw you were at the improv or where was yeah, it? i was at i was at levity live in oxnard and uh jr cruz um one of my best friends was was out there uh, he was driving to the to the competition as I was leaving the club. I was I had just finished performing at the club and I see a line outside. I'm like, ah, these rookies standing in line, <laughs> losers, <laughs> losers. I just performed here. I made go. twenty bucks, assholes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just made twenty bucks five minutes. Let's go, I'm out of here. <laughs> so I'm like fucking. Uh, I I walk out, and I'm driving back with Jack Jr. 
Who's doing the competition the next day, by the way? Yeah. Never told me shit about the competition. Okay. Uh, fucking Jack Jr. Asshole. <laughs> fucking no, no. Also hustling. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I was I was just there like. I was driving back and Jared calls me. Hey, bro, where are you going? Are you you're not gonna do the competition? I'm like, nah, man. Why the fuck am I gonna do the competition, bro? I'm driving to Oxnard right now, bro. Fucking uh. I was like, I'll pick you up. I'll buy you in and out. Let's go. Just stay there. I was yeah. just like, what? You can buy me in and out. <laughs> so I, I I go I do the I do the um, so he like forces you to get in line. He's like yeah. just stay in line, bro. Yeah. You're like okay. Well, you got me a burger. Line. Yeah, protein style. I'm over here just like no fuck that. <laughs> I ordered the four by four animal style. Oh, that's right. I just learned about that. Yeah. You don't know about this. I was four, like I want all that shit. In and out burgers, basically just burgers, but they have all this off the yeah. menu stuff. Oh, and yeah. I just learned about the three by three and the four by four animal that's style. The pimp shit. Everything, bro. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Hungry. No, but yeah, and there and then how long was the wait in line when you get there? Dude, there's a long line, but for me it was just like, well, we had to sleep there. We had to sleep in line, so we were staying you, overnight. So it was like an old school concert. Yeah, where you slept. Yeah, dude, you had to. I had sleeping to stay bags. Overnight. I'm like, nah. We all agreed to like leave our chairs. Some sleep. I was like, I'm gonna go sleep in the car. No one touched my fucking chair, <laughs> right? And uh, right away when I was there, like a lot of the comics already knew me, right? From booking shows. When you book shows, like everyone knows who you of are. Of course, everyone's uh, your best friend. Yeah. Oh my God, Renee. Vogue, you're so funny. Really, you never see myself. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, I I went out, did the thing. I was feeling confident looking at the so line. So you, you get in there. Oh, so you knew some people on there. The line's like a hundred people, maybe. Uh, it's way more than that. Way so, more. Yeah. Wow. And then you finally get. In, so you 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 spend the night. Yeah, I spend the night. Jesus Christ. I, I I'm already telling everyone like I won this shit. I won this shit. I'm telling everybody like. This is before you go on stage. Wait, this is all, this is in the line. <laughs> I'm trying to like you're psyching people out. I'm like I I, I I'm winning this shit. Like, you know like <laughs> like uh so we're we're going in there. I'm looking at everybody doing the, their set. And I'm like oh you can see people do their set too. Well well they 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 bring you in in groups. Oh wow. So 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 you have like a little a little thing where. A group of ten maybe. Yeah yeah I think it's a group of ten. And and then like you know, uh, and they'll they'll bring you each one by one by one. You have to perform from the four judges right there. One's the Booker of the Tonight Show, one's the head of NBC uh, Talent uh, Development, you know, and then the other two are very uh, part of NBC as well. I forgot what yeah. their titles were, but important people, all of them, are just watching you. Um, so are you, are you nervous at this point when you get on? I don't know, man. That's you're the, just uh, feeling this it. whole thing. I was not nervous until the end, like the finals, bro. Like the whole thing, I was like gliding through it, like. <laughs> like everyone, everyone's worried like what are you gonna say in one minute man uh, who cares they're all writing so like, what is the first the first audition is a minute the first audition is a minute wow you, you see what what did you say do you remember uh i hit him with all my hitters dude i was like, like what's your what's your opening joke because opening uh, joke is always such a hard thing to the, so so the opening joke was just like what's up everybody's name vodka um uh, uh i'm mexican i know i look indian uh, and stuff like that and so just get all, uh, i just get all the indian stuff out of your head and I talk about my my hair. I'm just like, I mean, I know I know, I know why I look Indian though. It's my hair. I mean, look at my hair. This shit looks like an Indian Lego piece on my head right now. <laughs> and then that, and then right there, just right, and and right after I say that, I can hit him with four other looks that will make them laugh, like yeah. in that one minute. So for me, right after right after that, like, ooh, they love the act outs because they're laughing. Yeah, they're oh, dude, I'm killing it. They knew from our first round that they they love me, dude. Yeah, fucking um. And, and I knew it from the I, there's no way I'm not making it to the second round. Yeah. Right. And and so me and Jr. We we both go to the first round. We both make the second round. Second round, same place. Second there's no line this the, time. No, though, right? no. So the second round, 
uh, it's crazy because we have to go. We have to come here the next day, right? So now we have to drive back to LA and come back the next day. Yeah. The second round is much different. There's comics that were not in the, that did not have to stay overnight. Yeah, because they had managers and they agents had managers who, who pushed them forward. Yeah. Push them forward to the second round. This one is a different set of comics. This one is just like everyone that I book. Yeah, people you Sean know. Sean Grant, Jason Cheney, Jack Jr., uh, Anthony Kay, uh, just all these comics, bro. Uh, yeah. Comics you know, comics yeah. you, we work with all the time. Uh, so I'm like, holy shit, there's a whole second round with these guys. And I forgot, I think we had like three minutes. Mm-hmm. And so now they're bringing us in bigger groups, I think groups of like 30, right? And they're all like second round comics. So it was actually a cool open mic. We're all supporting each other because everyone knew each other. We're just, hey, oh, cool. Everybody supported. So everyone's there like, ah, ha, 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 I'm not nervous, but I'm kind of nervous a little bit. Sure. But I'm still in there like, I know what they want. I know what they want. And uh, and um, I'm just thinking I'm cute. They're going to love me. They're going to love me. I'm cute. And you're not, at this point, you're not going, should I say this joke or this no, joke? You already know I what you want to say. Set. Yeah, I have yeah. my set. I have five, at the end of all this, I only need five minutes for the, yeah. for the finals, right? So I'm like, boom. I already said that. All right, so let me say this. Boom, 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 boom. All right, cool. I know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Everyone's over there with their papers and shit all yeah, nervous. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, well, fuck this. It's all confident. And the way I look, dude, I'm fucking good, <laughs> dude. You know? And and I remember just fucking up one of the jokes. I did good like the rest of it, but just one of the jokes, I fucked up. And I was like, fuck. You thought you fucked blew it. up. And there was other comics that killed that shit, bro. Yeah. I'm talking killed it. No fuck ups. Flawless set. Mm-hmm. I'm like, god dang, he beat me, man. Because mm-hmm. they're only picking like four. They're only picking eight comics from these, from this whole second round now for, for the semifinals. Yeah which is later that night so we all do the thing uh we we have to wait like two hours so we all go to dinner in the outlet. that's nerve-wracking so all the comics are just there <laughs> we're all gonna get a text we have phones open yeah, yeah. in two hours we're all gonna call <laughs> find out right so we'll go i'll go eat and i'm over here saying i'm mad i fucked up i, I legit think i didn't make shit bro and yeah. they're like uh even some comics come in ah don't worry man you get her next time next like, year like even they're putting that energy ah yeah you did lose like because i had it like you know like other comics are like thinking they had it they're gonna go to the next round no yeah. one knew shit though of course no one knew shit and you never know the judges are looking for something different yeah, than the, the audience judges are, uh, and i'll get to that later about what kind of I, what i think they're looking for uh but but I, it was it was crazy how that whole that whole feeling was so nerve-wracking just finding out what was going to happen like and then you got the call in front of everyone else in you front of the- everybody because we all met back at the club two hours like oh everybody is this fucking call and i'm over here calling and i i don't even, I, I i don't i don't think i was calling i think someone was calling and we all heard it around that circle and speaker and we're just like i hear i hear uh i hear jack jr get his name called uh-huh. And I'm like, fuck! Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's your like direct competition in a yeah, way. Yeah, uh, no, he's like my older brother. You know, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like with the haha and Terry and stuff like sure. that. You know what I mean? So I'm always like, shit, man, I better get in this shit too, man. You know? Uh, <laughs> so I get, my, I hear my name right after. And I'm like, oh, shit! I go hug Jack. I'm like, hey, man! Even though we hate each other. Hey, man, we fucking <laughs> did this shit, man! All right, fuck you. Get the fuck off me. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'm all excited. See other comics all heartbroken. And I'm like, ah! I made it, man. <laughs> I'm like, with the, I'm so excited. You I, gotta I, be. And I'm not hiding it, bro. I'm like, I told y'all. <laughs> I told y'all. <laughs> You're like Israel of the UFC fight. Bro, I was McGregor, bro. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna take this time to apologize. So absolutely nobody. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm, I'm all excited. I made the semifinals, bro. And now, now they go. Now it's down to eight. Now it's down to eight. Mm-hmm. Later that night. So you know all the all the eight comics. You probably yeah, know. yeah. And I don't know them all, but I, I know I know some of them uh, and stuff like that. And so now, and by the way, comics come from Sacramento, all parts of California for this competition. Sure. So there's there's some I didn't know, and but even in this whole line, I was like, I'm the funniest dude here. Yeah. That's at least my confidence. I'm not saying that's, you need it. You, you, know, need, I'm you not need to feel the way. I'm, I'm I think not, every comic should feel that. Yeah, I'm sure. not everybody's favorite comedian. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I felt I was the best one there. Yeah. And um, and just judging by the way the security guards were telling me uh, <laughs> before the show how I had that's that's my, they love we've heard shit. They love you. Yeah. The Oxnard. I, I'm at that club all the time, so I know the security guards. I know. People yeah. Want, so while they're over there guarding, that's your home club in a way. Yeah. yeah. While they're there guarding. Uh, the NBC people they're there NBC's talking like private shit but they're there just like oh everyone thinks security guards don't know <laughs> shit but they're fucking paying <laughs> attention guards, to yeah, everything bro. I, so I go outside and I say what's up to them like hey man I'm gonna make y'all proud and they're like hey bro they fucking love you though <laughs> I'm like what they couldn't stop talking about you bro. oh I shit I was like oh shit that, that even made me fucking Ugh, yeah right and now i'm cocky bro now i'm like <laughs> i'm going into this fucking competition semi-finals like i know y'all love me mm-hmm. with that feeling i know you love me and i know i know i'm funny i know you selected these comics around me so i make it easier for me bang <laughs> <laughs> no i i legit felt like uh i was getting pushed to win it throughout the whole way yeah everything was being set up for for me to win at least that's how it was in my head i'm not that's saying great he, hey that's, that's all was. that matters we <laughs> so, live in our head yeah so so i was i was along the lines where i i i was so confident that when i went up there i did i did good i, I did great you did great it was your best set of the whole of the <laughs> yeah, whole run yeah yeah i was like oh finally i get to do five minutes you're gonna see my whole five yeah you know and i'm like i have a great five at the time mm-hmm. like, now i'm thinking about like five that could have been better but at the time i'm like that was a great fucking five mm-hmm. i can be on hbo is right it now. tv is it like clean uh, material yeah, or is I, it like- I, I know it's nbc but i'm, I'm cussing a little bit because it's not the finals finals yet yeah right uh but uh but it's, it's still the point where along the lines where it's still clean i'm just maybe slipped up a little shit yeah a little fucking, pg-13 action. Yeah, yeah yeah it's not like that crazy maybe um and so 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 i did my set and I remember just feeling really good, and you gotta wait like two months now. Whoa! To find out if you make the finals, because they gotta go to other cities now. Now they gotta go to Chicago and do this whole process again. And oh then they select God. the best eight comics from all Chicago, New York, Atlanta, uh, Washington D.C. Fucking, they're just like so for the finals. For the finals. So uh, I'm thinking, what the fuck's gonna happen? I mean, at this point, you just kind of let it go. Like, it's two months. Um, if it happens, it happens. If not. Yeah, at this point, we're all celebrating. We made the semifinals, right? Yeah. We're all, we're all posting. Hey, we made the it's already, you got yourself exposed yeah, to some already, great people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some cool people. Some people got, like, uh, you know, exposed. Uh, right away, The one of the judges came out to me and said, hey, man, there's a good agent that liked you. Nice. You know, uh, stay, stay in touch with them and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. Just out of the semifinals is already good. And there's already another, there's already a sense of respect from other comics yeah. as well. And, um, when 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 I when we were finding out who made the finals and I was uh, the only one that they picked from LA, uh, I was so excited and I felt like I was like, what the fuck? When That's I found out huge. I was the only one, because from New York they chose like three, from DC they probably chose one, two, and you know what I mean. So I was like, dude, they could, they didn't have to just choose one. Yeah, from LA. of course. Like, How many know? people were in the finals together? Eight. Eight. Oh, eight. Eight all together. Yeah, for the I finals. think there was ten comics for the, from the whole finals. country. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, from the whole country, there was eight of us, and. Um, 
I was from that's when everything was like on, right? Because now I saw what it was on the line, like a, a, a thirty thousand dollar uh, holding deal. Let me see where 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 they pay for your acting classes. They they take you to NACA. Uh, and holding deals are like dinosaurs. They yeah. don't really happen that much anymore. Yeah. Back in the day, you'd walk off the plane. They're like, here's a, a fucking lay and a holding deal. Yeah. So that's a very rare thing. Yeah, so I was just so excited to just even be a part of this. Yeah. The the whole thing that they 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 gave me a stipend uh which is money for for me to just buy clothes and look good for this day. Coming so when they tell you you're in the finals oh, to, yeah. to the to actual then there's a comp- another competition, right? One yeah, more Yeah, set. So, so so let me let How me much t- time passed, yeah? I remember I remember when it was like 2 months later, the fucking I was I was in my house, I'm nervous, I'm going to get a uh, I just get a call, a random number, and they're like asking me uh asking me if I'm available on these days. I'm like, "Why are you asking me that?" Right? And they, <laughs> they don't want to tell me yet, right? So then they call me like a week later, "Hey, name. I'll tell you, you made the finals. I'm like, oh my god! Wow. I'm like, but don't tell anybody in two minutes, stuff like that, right? Like, so oh. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told some people. Of course, <laughs> you, of course <laughs> you. Everyone tells somebody. I told some people. You know what I mean? And and it was and it was for me. I was like, fuck yeah, dude! I I was just so excited, bro. Mm. I, I and I, at some point I felt like I had to represent LA in a weird way. And on top of that, I had sure. a lot of haters too. Where they of were course, just like, I had a lot of haters where they were just saying, "You haven't been doing it long enough." Yeah, I've been blah, doing blah, it long blah. enough. Who the fuck is this kid? You know, what I mean, he's a fucking hack. He's not even funny. They just like him because of his face. Oh, <laughs> this lets you know that this competition is not about being funny. <laughs> uh, it's 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 fucking. It's were people saying this publicly online? I, no, I, it, uh, you just over here. I whispers. heard it publicly, like from from Ugh. people that weren't afraid, like to tell me, like Jack Jr. Like you know, like I say, he's an older brother of mine, so we're always teasing each other. But sibling rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> I say Jack Jr. a lot on this podcast. <laughs> fuck with him <laughs> fucking jack um but but there there's like 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 i heard comics saying it from behind my back too and then hearing it from yeah from other people saying it and telling me and but you, but you have enough presence to know but, that it's just jealousy had, and yeah all that I had, I, dude i grew up dude, I, with my the kind of family i grew up with that doesn't phase me and stuff yeah. like that and 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 I had a lot of love though, so I was more focused on that. Cause with the kind of family I grew up, I never had that. <laughs> so I was just like, I love this love. I'm getting all the love from here, here. Um, I'm getting so much support from a lot of comics: Tehran, Dante Chang, uh, uh, Jared Cruz, uh, every, uh, Robert Zapata. Everybody was just like, everybody that meant something to me cared for it. So that, yeah. that was just like, okay, cool. You know, my my homegirl Kelly Katie, she was there too, um, helping me out throughout the whole process and. It was crazy because it's not now the finals is based on stand up and acting. So mm. not only do you have five minutes to perform in front of all of NBC, basically, I'm talking casting execs, president of NBC. And this is where where is this being done? At the Hollywood Improv. Hollywood Improv. Yeah, every every year they did it, and it was sold out. Hollywood Improv sold Saturday out night. show. Eight uh, comics performing. Yeah, eight comics performing. And you already have you you've had. They've given you a stipend at this point. They gave me a stipend. You're at wearing this a point. suit. You're looking sharp. No, I'm looking. I'm, I'm wearing okay. I used the stipend <laughs> to pay rent and shit. Yeah, yeah. But it was. I'm, I'm gonna go to a cute little cheap store, look cute, regardless. <laughs> you know, I don't need much. You know, yeah. and uh, um, you know, I, I, at the time it was like that must be nerve wracking at this point. You yeah, must be yeah, a yeah bit it's like, very nerve wracking, right? Because now I'm like, holy shit, dude. My mom's here. You know, um, everybody that 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 I my my therapist from my childhood was there because I invited him. I, well, that's how nervous I was like, yeah, I need you there, man. <laughs> so maybe afterwards I'll need you more. Yeah. So I I, I come I go, but I'm still very confident in competition. So yeah. I'm I'm thinking about it in the way where the, these people want an actor 
at, at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and that's, they want something to develop a show around. Yeah. So so my focus on it, while everybody's focusing on their little one-liners or, or their little cute jokes that they wrote, I'm focusing on my act-outs. And what joke can I say to, to represent my best self? Yeah, act-out. And so a lot of my jokes had act-outs, whether it was my Indian look, whether it was me pointing something about my face, whether it's my mother, whether it's my father, whether it's my brothers. Uh, I'm always I'm acting something out. I'm Or if it's not acting somebody out, I'm acting something out. Like yeah. whether it's a... a uh, something just uh, just making something out of a character you know yeah making making anything a character and it was it was like for me it was like i think that was my biggest asset was was uh was was my act you man. and you knew you just had intuition tell you that okay they're going to want an actor to develop a set come around so i'm going to give them did you think about i'm going to give them something they can craft a story around did you have that in your mind as well i went i went with the mentality like they want they don't they want to see all of me in five minutes, basically. Yeah. So I was like, let me introduce my father. My my, my father's story helped me out a lot. For sure. Uh, the fact that I, uh, my hair helped me out a lot. <laughs> the fact that I look Indian, but I was Mexican helped me out a lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, uh, that's another part of the hate I got. A lot of comics say, man, you only get it because your face. You don't have to work hard for your jokes. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? What do you think? I just have a stupid face and... <laughs> at the end of the day you gotta be funny I can have a funny face but that can only get me so far of course and at the end of the day you gotta be funny you gotta have the energy to that's laugh that's just so silly too because they're not they have, the they have no idea here. what the judges are thinking yeah. these are highly highly successful people who are operating like 40 chess you know yeah, what I mean dude. Like, yeah dude I'm like get the fuck out of here yeah uh, so uh, I, I go into this competition still thinking I got it because I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at my competition and it's a five minute set still yeah, it's five minutes. I'm looking at my competition, and uh, I'm not. I'm not knocking one. They're all hilarious, but I, I still have that mentality. Like I am the best you one gotta. in yeah. this room, and uh, I don't care if I've been doing it the least yeah. in this fucking room. Uh, I I am the best one here. Yeah, and 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 I think uh, um, my energy portrayed that. And uh, I think when I went on stage, I, I felt confident going up there. And, and getting off, I felt confident. And you had a great set. I All had, the jokes I landed. Had, yeah, I had a good set. It was just fucking... But I'm not going to lie. When I was up there, it was very nerve-wracking until I got the first laugh. Of course. I was so like, you played sports until so you get the first hit in football. Yeah. You're like nervous. Like, yeah. It's like the Super Bowl. Dude. You're like <laughs> the first pass. Ah! Interception. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you got you to gotta, you gotta just get, get through that. What's up, bro? <laughs> and then so so when I was just going through the whole process of I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go through do these five minutes then I got off dude I, I told everybody I won it like I won this shit bro this is mine this is mine there's no way these comics are gonna come into my city <laughs> and I'm the only one representing this city and they're gonna beat yeah. me bro no way bro I was I, I, in my head, that was my whole through the competition. No way, comics gonna come into LA and beat me in my city, and I'm gonna. Yeah. Everyone in LA is gonna be like, "Man, you misrepresented us. You we, we, you looked whack." There. Oh, you know for sure. I mean? I mean, it's kind of like the Lakers right now. They have their they yeah. have the Kobe Bryant yeah. thing that they're dedicating yeah. the, the playoffs to. Like you gotta win it. Bro. Added responsibility. You yeah. gotta win that shit, and especially um, especially when uh when my dad called me that day of the competition. Oh, I feel real good, dude. Wow. My dad's always calling me at the perfect times. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he called me. What do you day. say? He didn't even know it was the day of the competition. He's like, what's going on? It's like a regular day. I'm like, it's my fucking competition today, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so I might be a fuck I might be a star right when <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh uh and and it was just a cool thing that he's like, oh, you know, wishing me blessings. And I, oh, after man. that I was like, I got this shit, dude. Yeah. There's yeah. no no one's cooler than me. 
<laughs> in the lineup at least right yeah, like, yeah 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 i'm just like uh uh and i i always knew like if they don't if they don't choose me that that would that would be that that would suck you yeah because because i i but i guess that that's when it mattered to me because throughout, throughout the whole competition i was gliding through it like i don't care i don't make it i don't care i'll make it yeah now when i made it to the finals like i give a fuck yeah of course now. yeah I give a fuck and there's now. money involved yeah i'm just like okay there's this is i gotta take this shit serious yeah and there's and the what made me more nervous was the acting portion because after you do your stand-up the very next day you gotta you gotta perform a, a scene in front of eight casting executives from amazing had you been preparing this scene or was it a cold scene this is a uh, this is a uh, preparing the scene since the moment you find out from the finals so okay. I have like a whole two months, I think, to prepare the scene. To prepare the scene, I chose uh, the shrinkage scene from Seinfeld. I'm playing George, <laughs> and uh, I was in the pool, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Kelly, Katie, and I, uh, and J.R. Cruz, we 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 stayed up doing this fucking scene, dude. And I was perfecting it. Uh, yeah. I was and I was portraying my so own. So who did you read with opposite for the scene? Was it a monologue or did you have? I was by myself and and the lady and one of the uh, one of the NBC execs was red reading opposite. Okay, just red it, opposite, it. but it wasn't like a not like I can bring anybody in there. I was yeah, just yeah, like They're it. just reading lines and I just have to react to how they're saying yeah. it, like an audition. Yeah. And um, I killed that shit, bro. I think I did better there than my act than my stand up. Wow. Yeah. And 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 they felt it. They only had me do it once. They didn't even ask me to do it again. There and they one of the comments was. Uh, I, right after I said, "Well, this, oh, I dropped out of college for this, and this is what I love to do." And then she, and then one of the casting execs was like, "Well, I think you found your calling." Wow! And Beautiful. one of the and one of the comments when I from the execs that told me is like, "Look, Renee, out of all the comics that they saw, the only one that they wanted to get to know more of was you." Wow, that's amazing. And right, right, right off the bat, they were like. When I walked into that room, they had just seen my stand-up set the night before, so they knew exactly what I don't know who the fuck they are, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, walking in nervous, seeing... I'm going to see faces I've never seen, but I walk in, and they're, like, smiling and They're laughing. already fans. They're, like... And I'm just, like... <laughs> I smile back. Hey! What's going on? Like, and the first thing they say, is your hair really like that? That's so And I'm, great. like, hell yeah, you want to touch it? <laughs> I let them touch it, and they're, like... You let them touch yeah. it? Because I tried, I touched your hair one time, you are yeah. like, dude, what the fuck are you no, doing? Touch it. It's fucking soft. <laughs> Touch it, man. I remember one time I touched it, you were like, don't touch my fucking there's, hair. There's no, there's no gel and there's nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I just felt, like, very confident. And, like, they, all, they love me. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I, I think I got it when I left that thing. And, and you just wait. How much more do you have to wait? I think a couple weeks. God damn, wait, man. Why did you wait so fucking much? Me. And they chose me and Frankie French, which is- I don't know of, Frankie French. Yeah, she's from D.C. She's uh, from D.C., yeah. Uh, now they both gave you the same deal though you yeah. both had development no, deals yeah we didn't have to split anything two separate things two yeah that would have sucked no yeah but uh, which is a blessing you know yeah and and you know it was cool dude that we, we we're both getting um uh we're, we're both getting our, our share of, of so, everything so then right away from there you get an agent a oh manager. yeah right off the bat i was getting meetings agencies managers bring 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i was just getting emails that i've never gotten before how did you figure out who you should go with just it was a feeling man i ended yeah. up going with the authentic uh -huh. at, at the time and then uh around with my manager perry and and uh and jamie and then and then because of the pandemic jamie had uh and jamie and perry uh oh no just one of my managers had to had to uh, they, i guess like, a lot of layoffs happened with ca oh, what a crazy time because so you book this big thing yeah and, and you win it and 
was it in January or last year? It was last year. Yeah, right? yeah, they announced it in January. In January. So you're like, man, off to the races for pilot season, and then pandemic kind of hits mid-February and February. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how'd that feel? Were you like, I was, I was fucking bummed out, man. Yeah. I, I was, they were like, fuck, dude, everything, the tour was canceled, which is going to get back on. Oh, so there's a diversity showcase tour with who? With, with the winners. With just you two? So the next competition they do next year, uh-huh. they take the, the last two winners throughout the whole thing, saying, hey, you guys, and they pay oh. as well for that, too. Dude, oh, that's so I'm gonna fucking be, I'm amazing, going to New York, man. Chicago, Atlanta, and all these things when, when oh, things get incredible. back to normal. So I'm excited yeah. as fuck with that. And in the uh, meantime, it's great because now you can kind of put down your roots as an actor because stuff is starting to open up now in terms yeah. of auditioning. How is auditioning going for you uh, as a new, as a brand new actor? Yeah, it was brand new. So it was, uh, I was going to auditions for a bit, uh, superstore auditions and stuff like that. And those are fun, but I was also so fucking nervous. I was so new. Yeah. And, and I took a couple acting classes. My acting classes are take getting back October 5th. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about that. And and once I once I get my act, then that's one thing I need. I want to become an actor more than a stand up right now. Um, I love stand up, and and that'll always be my baby, dude. I'm always gonna feed that. Yeah. That that's that's well, obviously acting the the opportunities and the for lack of a better word fame that you get from acting gives you more opportunities for stand up. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and I don't I don't mind. I don't fucking mind any of this. Like, of the whole, like, one thing I've always said about comics is they're so into themselves and their opinions. And, I, and, and I've always told myself, like, dude, how many times are you going to have to spit your, how many times are you going to spit your opinion on things? Or every time you post a video on Instagram, it's, it's, it's a video of you just talking about what you think about this stuff. Or every time you go on stand-up, it's just you giving your opinion on things. It's like, it's, it's kind of annoying to see a comic put out special after special after special after special and then you start seeing his decline in his comedy mm. uh <laughs> because they've already said their point yeah, of view and he's like you said your point of view now everything just sounds the same now yeah uh so i'm like i've always i've always think like i always thought comics who just think oh I'm, i just want to do stand-up and it's all i want to do I'm, I'm not really i don't give a much about acting okay well that's fine then dude but don't be all bitter yeah of course later when when you're older and and you have nothing to show for what you've done besides the a few nights that you've headlined at a club, yeah, that you love and 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 now you're bitter that the other comics surpassed you that aren't funnier than you. Yeah. Yes, you're funnier than us on stage, maybe because you've worked at it way more, right? Because maybe we're focused on acting, maybe you're. But even that that's your opinion that you're better than me, right? But like, <laughs> but then it's like. Don't just don't be bitter. Like I've I've met a lot, I met a lot of comics that are bitter now and they're well. Older. Being bitter is just the death of yeah. Everything. It's like death dude, of your fun, your spirit, your soul. Yeah, yeah, like don't do that, man. It's like it's not my fault. I decided to take an acting class early in my career. Yeah, like you should have known into the stand up game that acting and stand up go hand in hand. Bro. Absolutely, you should know that when you do a stand up gig and there's gonna be someone that likes you. What what do you think they're gonna ask you? Oh, we want to book you an hour, one more hour. <laughs> no, they're gonna. Hey, can we write a movie? Can we write a show? Of course. They're, right when they meet you, they're trying to expand your mind. So if you if you meet the, these people and your mind's already expanded on that, like oh, I'm already here. I already have a script here. I'm already taking acting class. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. Let's get this ready, dude. They're gonna fucking love you. They're not. They're not gonna think. Oh, this guy's just a fucking guy who wants to do stand up and thinks he's a nice guy and is doing stand up and we're just gonna feed him everything. Like, dude, yeah. come at us with something, dude. Yeah. Don't 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 come at us with your need. Like you know. Come at us with something, bro. Yeah, like it. it that, so that was that was my whole that that's my whole perspective on on um, on comics that 
that that that don't think acting is like a thing. I, I, that's so bad. And also, particularly right now, I mean, it's so bad. The it, opportunities dude. for comedy are much less than opportunities dude. for acting. Dude, it's it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. But I get it. There's some there's some comedians that don't have that acting. I mean, Mitch Hedberg has a very famous line about that because you know he was a huge star coming out of Montreal. You know who Mitch Hedberg is, obviously, right? Yeah, and yeah. then uh, and he, and he would talk about how everyone's trying to become an actor. He goes, "Man, everyone wants to be the actor. It's so weird." That's like saying, "Man, you're a really good farmer. Can you cook?" Yeah, and exactly. It's a different. It's a different. It's a different set it's, of skills. It's a, it's a different set of skills. It's a different beast. Uh, but what I'm saying is, if you're not going to be an actor, and you know that, think about writing. Think about producing. Think about directing. Think about the other avenues that are in this game. Don't think about being uh, uh, just you and by yourself. People are going to get bored of that. Your followers are going to get bored of that. Try taking other people's opinions about you for a change and, and probably use them. If somebody comes at you and says, hey, man, I think you're a great writer. Could you help me write some stuff for the show I'm doing? Yeah. Say so, yeah. Don't don't think. Oh no, I'm gonna write my I'm own not a writer. Show. That's not my thing. I'm not a writer, dude. I'm a fucking comic. Yeah, people limit themselves a yeah. lot. Or like, if, or like, if something, if someone comes at you and says, "Hey, we want you to write this, but it kind of has to be a little clean." Oh, you're trying to limit me? <laughs> I am an artist. <laughs> no one limits. Like, get the fuck out of here, know, dude. Like, I know. So, so I'm just like, uh, dude. A lot of a lot of times, are very close minded, very into themselves. I'm very egotistical, I guess you can say, and I'm very into myself. But I, I'm smart enough to know when I, when I need to work with people, and and when I, when I need to be open stuff when I, when it's not about me when when it's like bro i'm i'm very just like like i'm always looking for the opportunity to work with people if, if it means something if people have this idea for me if they, if they want to work with me i'm gonna be open to it I'm not, sure uh, and and comics also need to be open to helping other comics out if you have an idea for another comic and you see it and maybe they don't see it themselves right now dude, it's gonna take someone else come like dude you ever see yourself like in a in this kind of movie or like in this kind of show i'm like no i never did but that's kind of funny right yeah and take don't 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 take it as offensive these people are doing that giving you an idea that you didn't come up with do it like fuck thank you yeah like, they're saving you time bro like it's it's also um yeah so i've always, I always encourage all comics who do focus on other avenues right now other than your fucking voice exactly and i think i interviewed danny zucker i don't know if you know danny zucker he's one of the writers from modern family interview and he was always just a comedy writer comedy 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 and when a lot of these comedy shows they they closed early you know the seasons got canceled he was like well i gotta keep keep it moving i'm a shark i gotta swim or die so he started working doing punch-ups in dramas so he became a drama writer for years and he goes I guess I'm just going to be a drama writer who writes some funny quips and then Modern Family came around and he went back to it but like the art of the pivot is one of the most important things in yeah. our business and like right now in quarantine you were talking about you found ways to work even during quarantine which most comics are like man life is over what Dude, do we do right now is the easiest time to find a fucking place with need and, and, and you come at him like, hey, I'm a comedian. I can bring people here. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, we need people here. Right now it's hard. Times yeah. are hard. It's like that idea of, of the salesman uh, and, and, and the rain, right? So, so when you, you could be a salesman knocking door to door. And one night, one day it just starts pouring down fucking rain. This is from Jim Rohn, not by me, by the way. Yeah. Uh, one day it can just start pouring down fucking rain. And you as a salesman can be like, fuck, I can't go out there and make these fucking sales. It's fucking raining. That's one salesman. But then the other salesman is like, fuck, it's fucking raining. What a perfect time to make all these fucking sales. Yeah. Why? Because everyone's home, especially the people making sales. Yeah. 
So now you're the only one salesman out there fucking, I don't even matter, you're in the rain, I'm going for, hey, you're at home, right, chilling? Good, I know you are, because it's fucking raining. Anyways, I'm selling this shit right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, they're going to, like, dude, you're, you're going to get a better chance. Like, right now, that, that there's nothing going on, and I'm putting on a show, yes, people are going to look at me and be like, what the fuck, there's a show going on? I heard, thought there was nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's something going on. Yeah. And, and, and don't ask me if it's legal or illegal. Okay. Of course not. I was gonna, I was gonna, no, no, but but <laughs> but uh, I don't even know what it is, dude. I'm just having fun. You're just doing it, and I'm if someone stops fun. you, if they stop you. Yeah, they stop me. I'll, I'll get a warning. I'll say, I'm sorry, I didn't know you're on. Yeah. Your honor, I'm, just, I'm just a Mexican man. My friend wanted to do a show, and I say yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting an accident. I don't know. And it's great because you have so many people tracking you right now, and they love that. They yeah. love to go. Let's look what this guy's doing. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a fun thing, you know. It's and. I love it, dude. I'm 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 putting together so much shows right now. Yeah. That I'm like I feel like I'm back on my grind. That's amazing. And I and I was I didn't even feel like this when comedy was back on. I feel like right now that everyone's just chilling and I'm like on it. I'm like it's it a great it, time. It's more motivation to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Yeah. And and yeah, right now we have shows planned in 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 the valley, A1A Valley, Fresno, Modesto. Yeah. Uh, Bakersfield. Uh, and and all venues are excited to work. All venues are excited to work because it's like it's it's a cool feeling to have somebody say, "Hey, fuck what we're going through. Let's have some fun and let's make some money." Absolutely. And let's and they're like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about." <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Suddenly somebody calls me. Everyone's all scared, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then and and especially when you're when you're funny. And and you have that confidence to call a venue up and be like, "Hey, look, I'm funny." I got funny friends. We can get people there. Do you want us there or not? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. And and before it was hard because you you wouldn't be able to Google me or anything. And then but now they're gonna up. say, oh wow, yeah. Okay, okay. This guy has some stuff, you know. Okay. Labeled the next George Lopez of his generation. All right. That's a pretty <laughs> great <laughs> moniker. Yeah. 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 No, but it was it was, it was a fun. It was it's just fun right now doing everything. The hustle never stops, and and uh, I, I think I think uh, also. During this pandemic, the biggest thing that it taught me was, uh, uh, you know, that I I am, when I started out, I, I started out with this whole idea of kind of taking thing, taking over things. But I was so young into everything, and I didn't know how to how to do it. And I was also too cocky th- thinking taking over uh, was like, oh, I need to do it like, like my father did. But now <laughs> just like taking over is not an idea of like a Walter White takeover, like old child. It's actually like a... It's kind of like uh, taking over, like p- putting things out there for others, like comedians out there right now having struggle make, uh, with, with, with not being able to perform. Okay, put these shows together and book people that you know are good people and then put them on these shows and, 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 let's, and let's, let's not, let's put everything in positive. Like everything that I'm doing right now, and this one thing I, I learned from Dante Chang, one of my close friends, he told me was just like, you know, uh, to always do good for others. And, yeah. and whatever, whenever you do good for others, that's when you start getting the blessings in your life. Mm-hmm. When it was like, whenever you go out there and you don't even think about yourself, you're just doing things for others because you you feel it and you feel they're good people. So so when I when I started looking at it as like not even myself, which I've always been that way. I'm never I've never been a selfish, cocky person. But I'm not gonna lie, for a few, few part of it, I was just focused on myself and just sure. trying to get my career off. You know, and I'm not saying my career is off right now, but I'm saying it's get it's better than when I started. And and now that I know a lot more, I'm 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 taking. All my goals and and with all the education I have and and exec- ex- executing them in a better way in a much smarter way yeah and now and now the results are much better 
Yeah. You know, it's 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 just it's just a cool feeling, and it's also helping the people around me, and and I hopefully I can help continue to just help more people around me, dude. Yeah. And, and that I think that's 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 another thing that also when but around the time Kobe retired, he was also learning that too. Where it's not about the championships; it's actually what people around you are learning from you. And then you get to be a mentor, and you get to be a patron, and everything. And that, else. that's yeah. one of the best feelings when people come up to you as a mentor. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> I've had some of those myself, where I'm like so young, and people want to learn from me. People come, Renee, I'm such a huge fan. Yeah. Like, what? Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, even comics, other comics are like, dude, yeah. I just want to be like you. I'm like, why yeah. do you want to be like me, dude? I'm in a uh, Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, but uh, it, it was like. I, I I just love that feeling of, of I'm able to live do what I love to do live my life the way I want to live it yeah and uh, I don't have a regular job right now that's amazing now listen uh, we, we've been at this for a while so I just want to say thank you so much for coming I am I've always always paying attention to what you do you're I know you're like I'm cocky you're a fucking great guy dude and you're a nice guy and you're a generous guy and you're very supportive of, of the comedy community. So I really look forward to seeing, I think you're going to be an important voice for, for no, comedy you, for years and years no, to come. No, so, you, you know, um, how are people able to find you? I guess just what's your, what's your main on Instagram, I'm on Instagram a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> uh, uh, at Renee Vaca Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much it, man. I'm on Facebook somewhat, but right, right now it's just Instagram and uh, until, because right now I'm just focused on other things selling on, on tv and so i'm trying to yeah. sell something on tv of so course man trying to be on tv not not on people's phones which even though right now being on people's <laughs> phones is, is better right bad, now yeah. sometimes but it's like you know i just my dreams always be on tv absolutely Movies. man well i promise it'll happen very soon thank you brother thank you so much renee love y'all from the after lab